0: G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Today we are doing a 14-team mock draft with the GOAT of fantasy, Josh Lloyd. Let's go. G'day and welcome again to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm your host Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys MEA and on Instagram at Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball. Uh, today we are doing a 14 team mock draft, and I am joined by the one and only uh, the go to fantasy basketball, Josh Lloyd. How are you, mate?
1: Mitch, how are you, mate?
0: I'm doing really well, really really well. Excited to get stuck into uh, another mock draft today. Um, like we said before, 14 team. Nine category, uh, ten starters for bench. Um, I'll be we're drafting over on Yahoo. I'll be at pick number one. And uh, where are you picking today, Josh? Uh, thanks for giving me one of the shittest spots. I'm at number five,
1: <laughs> which uh, I'm not. You know, it's better than six or seven, which I think might be the worst spots to draft at this season. But five's. We'll see what happens. We'll see if these guys ahead of me make mistakes and maybe I get someone good at five, but I'm not looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, well, I remember in the the last mock we did together, um, I was at pick 7 and uh, and Durant fell to, Durant, to me. Though.
1: So, so who who knows, who knows what happened.
0: We'll see. I think I might,
1: s- I might be I might be left with someone good here. It depends on what these other guys do.
0: Yeah, well, um, spoiler, Jokic won't be falling to you, but but maybe maybe someone else really? might uh, might make it down to you. I think we've had a couple of guys in the chat already sort of saying that uh they're looking forward to sniping your picks and for you to cuss them out. So um, we'll we'll see how that how that goes. Um, I'm on someone else's show, Mitch. I've got to be very
1: well well behaved. I can't be like I can't be calling people out and swearing at them when it's not my own show. That's ah, okay. Let,
0: let let them fly. It's okay. <laughs> A couple of Aussies. It's all good. Uh, it's got to be expected, at least. Well, uh, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go full Aussie and drop our
1: full uh, swearing vernacular because I, I don't believe the uh, the people over the other side of the world.
0: We'll appreciate all of our language that we use yeah. regularly here. They're not—they're not ready for it. Uh, but anyway, the draft starting in eight seconds, and we've got—we've got a minute per pick here, and I will not be needing a minute to draft my first player. Um, fortunately enough, it is—I'm uh, at pick one in my own draft, so let's go, Nicole Jokic. It,
1: if you did need more than a minute, I'd probably just have to hang up. To be honest, <laughs> to pick Jokic at one. Like, there's no guarantee he finishes at one, Mitch, but. There's, you have to take him at one. I think that's as simple as that. So there's no guarantee that anyone finishes anywhere, but yeah. you, you, you can't you can't make an argument not to, even if it's not a guarantee that he does finish there. We're already up to my pick. Oh, and look, here you go. That, that So we had. Who we have? Giannis, Doncic, Harden. Ah, I wanted Harden to fall to me. Adam has annoyed me there. Um, hmm. Okay. Durant or Embiid. Gonna, there you go. There's. Ooh. You've got the option. I'm going to take. I'm going to take. KD, all right. I'm going to take KD at five. I, I, I could, that's maybe five isn't so bad because yeah, Doncic obviously jumped up too high there, and that would have left me with a bit of a harder decision. But I'm okay taking Durant at five. I'm pretty happy with that.
0: Yeah, I think I think that the decision between Durant and Embiid is an interesting one. Um, mm. Co, uh, is it Cowboy? He's gone with Giannis at two, which is exactly what I would do, and I believe I've heard you say before that you would be doing the yeah. same thing. Exactly. Um, so for me, that three and four spot, it is like the uh, Durant um, Embiid selection and I think I would just go Embiid funnily enough because I feel like he's I, I can rely on Embiid a little more I don't know why that's the case but I just feel more safe with Embiid I feel like he's an easy uh, punt strategy guy to build around you can kind of go with a, a punt threes depending on who yeah. comes back to you but I, I, I'm easy either way I think I'm just Embiid though
1: the, I think the reason that you feel like you can trust Embiid more, and we all have this issue, Mitch, is that we look at what happened last year and we go, well, Embiid played more games, therefore he's more reliable. Yeah. But, yeah before the start of last season, if you had had this discussion, Durant or Embiid, and you had have said, I feel more trustworthy, Embiid, every single person, including me, would have laughed at you. And people would have laughed at me saying the same thing. But it's amazing what, one, what six months of basketball will change the opinions of people that go, oh, Embiid is actually more trustworthy. Or is he? Or, is it, or was it one season? I'm not saying he's not. But it's far from like a guaranteed situation where that's what's going to happen as we move forward.
0: Yeah, I think I think it also might just be the age factor as well for me. And just obviously, yep. I don't think that the Durant saga is over yet. Um, obviously, he said he's playing for the team. You know, he might start there, but, you know, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be, you know, it's going to be more drama. You know, the Nets is... Got a bit of a a funky roster sure. with with uh, Kyrie and, and Ben Simmons on the team, so there's just a few things that I'd rather not worry about with the Nets. But in saying that, I still have them top four, so it's um yeah, it's, look, it's a know, good point, it, really. What a crazy world we're, we're
1: living in, where we're like, you know what, everything around the Sixes is so much more calm than James <laughs> yeah, Harden than Joel right. and Joel Embiid together. Like it's just such a calm situation. <laughs> yeah. what crazy stuff that is. That's a good point. Um, it's again, it's just what what. Oh, Tyrese team, what if what if the Nets start off ten and zero? Right, we're just going to be going. Oh wow, yeah, everything's right in Brooklyn, and the Sixers go four and six, and then we start worrying. Oh, it's hardened a cancer. Like it, things will change so quickly. But it, uh, is that early for you for Halliburton? At 10?
0: It's a little early for me. Um, he's gone before Damian Lillard. He's gone before Jason Tatum, who just went. Um, so and oh, before agree. Trey Young. Yeah, really. So there's a few guys there that I would be selecting before Halliburton. I don't mind him being a. First rounder in a 14-team league, but probably, again, back end of the first round. So a couple of guys I would be taking over Halliburton just because we haven't seen him crack this area yet, and whereas a few of those guys have.
1: I don't really have any concerns with Halliburton heading into the season of what he's going to do. I saw him do it at the end of last season. He's going to do similar stuff, but I wouldn't take him ahead of Tatum. I wouldn't take him probably ahead of Lillard. Even yeah. I think he's probably the perfect guy in that, 11, 12, 13 range. Yeah. But even though you say 10, well, it's only one spot higher, when we're leaving Tatum and Lillard on the board, I'd rather take those guys ahead of him. Like, yeah, I, we didn't mention this, but yeah, LaMelo went seventh and Towns went eighth. Um, Rath took Towns at eight. I'm not sure that Towns at eight is even going to be worth it, but Steph at nine is a great pick. The first round is so muddled this year.
0: Yeah, it is a bit, it's a bit funky towards, I feel like no one's got a consensus order that they're doing just yet. Um, no. I'm fine with I'm fine with Towns being sort of that top 10 pick, but in a 14-team league draft, I feel like at the end of the first, start of the second, there's a lot of these guards that go. Um, so in like a 12-team league, I'm happy to go Towns ahead, some, one of those guards, and you'll get one on the way back. Like you'll get a Lillard or a Halliburton or a Trey Young or a Kyrie on the way back, and then you've got a Towns and one of those guards. But in a 14-team league, that's not going to happen. So for me, then Towns maybe goes back because I think per game, he, yeah, I think you're right. He's be, he's behind a few of those guards, in my opinion, with the addition of Embiid's... Uh, sorry, uh, Gobert, so...
1: Yeah, like, I wouldn't take Towns. Like, Towns went ahead of Curry and Tatum in this draft, I wouldn't take him ahead of those yeah, guys. No, but I, I do either. get it. Like, the, there are a bunch of other guards here. We're, we must be getting close. So, seven picks until mine. Oh, Kawhi Leonard's Ooh, Curry gone. Kawhi and Kawhi. Back to back. Kawhi would fall. <sighs> All right. Um, I reckon... What, what's your thoughts on Paul George's here? I reckon he's being a little bit underrated...
0: Yeah, he's he's a hard one for me to pick. I, I I'd almost be willing to take him ahead of Kawhi, um, just because I feel a bit more confident with his availability. I feel like Kawhi guaranteed he's gonna miss pretty much all of those back to backs. Paul yeah, um, of him. PG, I, I don't know what the, the Clippers plan is with him. Um, I've heard some people say that he's gonna be resting back to backs and some people say that he's not, so um yeah, he's he's oh, a bit of a tricky I'll one for one. me.
1: I'll tell you what I know about it is the people who are claiming he's going to sit every back-to-back are making it up. Right, that, that hasn't been announced. That people just assume that because he played 31 games last season. They will be cautious with him. But Paul George is not a guy that has just sat back-to-back, so doesn't have okay. any degenerative leg leg problems. He had a weird baseball injury to a ligament in his elbow, which is just so fluid. Yeah, it's like. not a typical... And then he came back and played He played big minutes when he returned it straight away anyway. He will sit some back-to-back, sure, as a maintenance thing, but he will not sit... Every, if he sits every back-to-back, then... I don't. I don't. There's just no reason for it. Like it's yeah. just it's um it's fear mongering. I, I think with him. I just don't see how that's possible. Yeah. I, yeah. He missed a lot of games, but sure. that's not. It's not what's going to happen.
0: Yeah. I can't. I kind of have them back to back. I think I've got PG a little bit ahead of Kawhi just because I'm more optimistic about his availability. But then again, Kawhi is a better fantasy player. So it's mm-hmm. um it it can definitely depend on your like fantasy playoff schedule and. Um, you know, those sort of things. But I I think that they're still in that same kind of zone, like mid mid second, late second round for me. So I've got no issue with drafting either of those guys at that that position. Look, I,
1: I'm I'm taking Paul George if he gets back to me. Like last year he shot would. like forty forty one percent or something. I yeah. don't think he's gonna do that again. Like if he goes to forty five percent, like he, he could beat thirteenth or twelfth very easily. He also two years ago averaged two steals per game. We can't rely upon that. Yeah. But I think he's gonna be really good. And I think he's gonna play big minutes and I'm not. That, if I'm worried about his games missed, then nearly everyone like Anthony Davis, <laughs> yeah. Kawhi Leonard, Kyrie Irving, LeBron James, like the other four guys that went ahead of him. How much confidence do you feel in those guys? Like you shouldn't feel any.
0: Do you do you hesitate a little bit because you drafted someone like a Kevin Durant in the first round with selecting like a, a Kawhi or a Paul George in the second? Would you rather someone a bit more reliable?
1: Kawhi, Kawhi yes. I, I wouldn't have. I was not In theory, yeah, Kawhi is a, a great pick there, but that worry with him and Durant is real. I'm not that worried about. Pulled right. Like he's yeah. had these fluky sort of injuries. The go I'm not worried about him tearing a ligament in his elbow this season. And I know he's had a really poor history with games played the last couple of years. But I try to look at oh, why, like, what are those injuries, and is there a concern with that moving forward? And and I'm not really concerned with it. So like I, I think he might end up falling to me here,
0: yeah, and I, I'll be happy
1: with it. I'll just. Um, but well, I'm, not, I'm not that worried.
0: While, while you get ready for your pick here, um, Anthony Edwards and Bam at a bio going at 19 and 20. I think uh, a little too early for me for both of them. Bam, I think definitely too early for me. He was like a 39th ranked player last year and nothing really has changed at Miami. Uh, Anthony Edwards seems to be getting a lot of hype. And there goes Donovan Mitchell again with the trade news. I think that's, oh, that's too, too early. early. Jesus. Yeah. Um, he might have been around that spot before the trade, but... Now, over in Cleveland with Garland and Mobley there to join him. Um, yeah. He's, I think gone that's... He, he's
1: gone ahead of Garland, interestingly. Yeah.
0: Deontay Murray. He's gone ahead of Garland. He's gone ahead of PG. Freddie Van Vliet's still okay. out there. Oh, there goes Paul George. Oh, <laughs> I
1: knew. I, I, knew I, I know who that is. That's Jeff. I knew Jeff was going to take Paul George there, and that has annoyed me no end. All right. So, what do we do here? We took Durant. Um... Jimmy Butler sitting there. I, I'm obviously really worried about his games played. Um, Chris Paul is he in that mix? Cool, because I'm not. Oh, Chris Paul probably falls to me now that I'm talking to you. You're going to have picks in front of me. Um, <laughs> um Rob Williams. Yeah, pick
0: 24.
1: Hmm. 22 seconds. I told you I wasn't going to run the clock down, but here I am running the clock down. That's all right. You got sniped. Assist. A tough to come by. I've got 14 seconds. You know what? I'm just going to sh- tell you that I really like this guy this year, so I'm going to take Cade Cunningham Ooh, at Ooh, okay. I know it's too early. Like, I, I do know that, but this is part of a mock draft. It's Oh, well, He's not coming back tell... to you, probably. Yeah. Okay. And it's also just to give an idea in these mock drafts. I'm not like trying to extract every ounce of value out of ADP or anything like that. It's like, I just like this guy at this yeah. spot, and I think he's got a chance of getting to this area. And as I try and tell people a lot, is that if you reach for someone five spots too early, it's not a reach. Like who cares? Like yeah, it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's one of those sort of things, especially like with the fourteen team league. Like it, it kind of feels early because it's like a second round, but really it's you know the it's very perfect. last pick in in a normal draft. So um, you know your next pick was not until like pick thirty three or thirty four. So it's unlikely he's yeah. coming back to you. Um,
1: and I wanted a little bit of stability there as well. well um, like Adam I wasn't gone happy. Butler. Uh, and we'll hit, eat it, cause he I'm picking next to him again because he was stealing them all from me yeah. draft last week. Oh, you're going to have snipes
0: left, right, and center. Good, good, good. <laughs> Payback time. What are you targeting here, then? Um, so, I'm hoping that Jimmy Butler falls to me. Um, he would be an ideal pick for me no, with a, a yeah. bit of a punt threes build with Jokic. And if I can get Jimmy, that would be great. Um, I feel really confident with a Jokic pick being nice and stable. Ja Morant... Okay, not worried about that. And then my second pick, um, I'm eyeing off Shea at this spot. I think it's it's about time for him. I know people would be concerned about his playoff availability and the shutdown and all those kind of things, but I'm not too cool. All right, I'm pretty happy to get Jimmy here. Ooh, go bear. Go bear. That will leave my blocks pretty weak. So I'll go Jimmy as my first pick because so I continue to run in the clock, and then I to decide if I do I pull the trigger on a Robert Williams.
1: Rob, Rob Williams is just top of my queue for my next pick, yeah. so don't
0: if you can, <laughs> can avoid it. I'm just deciding whether or not I should be looking after my blocks now, or if I keep looking after my points. Um, just because Rob's points puts me in a little bit of a hole. Yeah, I'm gonna go Jimmy. All right, let's draft Jimmy. He's he's locked away. At twenty eight. I like that. I think that's good value and a great pick for my team. Look, let's let's go Shay here. I think I want to hmm. look after my points a little more. Shea yeah, I think he's a he's a good again, my strategy here is to to go with a bit of a punt threes build. And I think if I can lock away some good guards with some good percentages, steals, assists. I'm looking really strong there, and hopefully I can get some blocks in the next couple of rounds. Um, I just didn't want to put myself in a big points hole early in the draft when I've got uh, good players like Jogic and Butler to build around.
1: No, that's that's fair enough. Shea was on my list. I'm, I'm really debating. Do I, you make a good point about the, the points, and maybe I don't get Rob Williams here. Sabonis was in there for me. I think this is probably the right spot for Garland as well. Yeah, I think um, it's getting there. And I've got Chris Paul on my list too, so I'm probably going to... I'm probably going to target Garland with this pick. We know that points and assists are harder to find later on in the draft. I can get some block guys later. Um, Again, Garland would have gone probably early 20s before this trade. And if Adam's going to take him here, Oh, he didn't. He took Siakam. Good for you, Adam. Good for you. Um, So, Beal went 31. We didn't talk about Zion at 30. I'll make my pick. I'm just going to take Garland. What do you think of Zion at 30?
0: Well, see, this is the thing with me with the punt free throw build, and I'm actually going to be releasing a punt free throw build guide on on the ballboys.com, ballboysmba.com website. Um, I think that that's too early for Zion, and especially with the the Giannis team. Zion's biggest appeal there is points and his huge field goal percentage and I feel like when you've got a team with Gobert and Giannis already there your field goal percentage is so astronomically higher than everyone else's the value of getting Zion at pick 3 it's it's not as appealing as what you might think it would be when you go and look at the punt ranking or or the you know when you when you punt free throw percentage obviously Zion shoots up the the ranking boards but I think I'd be rather trying to get someone to give me a bit more boosts in, in steals and assists at that point and then hoping that a Zion comes back because I don't think a lot of other teams will be targeting Zion at that point. But again, in a 14 team, it kind, of, kind of throws it off a little bit.
1: Yeah, you're never get it. that guy's never going to have that opportunity to get Zion on the way back. I, I get what you're saying, but I also think that because I did a similar thing in that draft days day so I, I had Giannis and Zion and like Rob Williams all yep. together on one team. But then I I just didn't have to really pay attention to anyone's field goal percentage later on at all. Yeah. I could really, like, because you can't find those sort of volume field goal percentage influences later on. Like, you might get Yucca Purdle or you find Klinkapala or something, but they do it on six shots a game and it doesn't have that much of an impact. But when you got these guys, like, I can take, if I want to take Colin Sexton, yeah. who might shoot 43% on 17 attempts, actually, it's okay. It doesn't matter. It's, hard it, up. it's fine. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I can grab those. I can grab Andy Wiggins. I can grab Jordan Clarkson if I want later on who's going to score but might hurt my field goals, oh, well, you know, I, I've got this gigantic buffer where my team sits at 57%, 58% from the field and it's going to smash everyone or I actually don't need to pay attention to it for, you know, really ever in the in the rest of the draft.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it, it is it is an interesting d- discussion point. I, I guess it's harder to, to sort of tell when you don't know who's going to be really coming back to you with the deeper league. But, yeah, I... I don't know. I think I might just like. I'd, I'd even probably prefer a Sabonis ahead of a, a Zion person because I think you still get that field goal percentage, but then you get some more assists. Um, although we might see some point Zion and, and his assists might come up. So I think yeah. I think we will. Yeah, he's an interesting player. A very interesting player this year. I wonder how cautious they're going to be with him. Um, but by all reports, I think he should be good to go. Um, what? What? Who did you pick? You picked uh, Garland. At- I got Garland. Yeah. Okay, and that was around like 33, 34. I think that's about, about where he yep. should be going.
1: Yep, I think he's a third third round player. Like maybe it's, yeah, him and Mitchell will be third, late third, early fourth round in a standard league, like yep. around this spot here, um, when they both would have gone early 20s before the trade. I think it's not bad value. He's going to lose value for sure. And I think people forget that Garland really took off when Rubio and Sexton went down last season. So he was playing like 38 minutes with. Was, usage yeah. and 10-plus 10, 10 assists when he wasn't doing that earlier on. So there is going to be a drop-off for sure. But I think that's a, a fine spot
0: yeah. for him. Up. Um, the value of his assists, I think, boosts him a little bit higher than what his, like, quote-unquote rank would, would end up being as well because, yeah, it, like we said, it's, too. Yeah, it's, it's hard to find those kind of stats later in the draft, so he'll still be very yep. much up there. And I think, like, he's still a young player, obviously, so even though he might lose a couple of minutes in usage, you know he's he's still improving. He's still getting, gaining gaining confidence. Isn't he? So yeah, he's um yeah. I think I think that we should expect maybe a little bit of a drop off, but but nothing enormous, in my opinion. There goes Mobley. What was that? Pick forty. Do you have him around this sort of sort of zone? I think that's where I'd be happy to draft him. I know he went earlier in that other mock we did, but this is about where I'd yeah. want to be taking him.
1: I I don't have him in this area, but in a, in yeah, you probably have to punt free throws a little bit with him which does boost his value. But while I really love Mobley as a player, I think he should have won Rookie of the Year. People are well aware what I think of him. I think he's going to be a stud. When I look at this team, is there room for a usage increase for him this season? I don't think yeah. so. Like, is he going to play... Or is he going to get more blocks? That was already a high strength. You're banking on the free throws improving significantly, and I don't think you should. He shot no, I'd be treating him as a fifty nine of college. Guy. Yeah. I don't mind him here, but there are people who are just like, you know, he's definitely top 40, top 30, but where where is the improvement actually coming from? That's, uh, we can say he should improve, but where? What's improving?
0: Yeah, I think, um, I, well...
1: I'm not sure what it is.
0: Well, Christian's team here, he's, he's selected Anthony Davis, the pick before, so it looks like he's leaning mm-hmm. into a bit more of that punt free throw build, which is interesting with a Damian Lillard as your first pick. Um, but I, I'm okay with that if Davis sort of, you, you think he's a guy that fell to you. Um well, the, the thing is, as well, is that we've seen Davis be 79, 80%. Yeah. Know, Mobley is not broken
1: with his shooting. He's never shown it, but he's not broken. Yeah. Maybe so it, it could, happens. It could mm, happen. Maybe it doesn't, though. Yeah. yeah maybe it doesn't, though.
0: Kristaps Porzingis goes at pick 43. I think he's he's one of the hardest guys for me to peg because I just know that he's okay. a top, top top 20, top 25 guy. Um, he might
1: be top fifteen this year. Like he <laughs> legitimately might be.
0: Yeah, he's he's a fantasy beast. I was hot on him last year. I was sort of thinking that he was a a bit of value, and he's going sort of pretty similar spots this year. And and it's just a hard one for me to, to sort of pick. So of anyone left on the board, he's obviously got the highest upside. But it's just can you rely on him? And in a, in a head to head yeah. format where you need him for your playoffs, it's it's really tough. You could get lucky, or you you might not.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Is it like? These guys who missed tons of time in Porzingis and Durant, they played like every game in the fantasy playoffs, yeah. basically. Yeah. And ended up with 50 games played for the season. So, like, was it worth picking them? In the end, yeah. But, like, yeah. how do we rely upon that? Like, I don't know. Maybe Porzingis plays 70 games. Who knows? Like, it's so hard. I know that when he plays, he's going to be good. There's a really bad narrative about Porzingis around at the moment. I saw someone... Talking about how he's just like oh he's actually just a really bad real life player and it just couldn't be further from the truth like it just it's not like was the fit with Doncic perfect no did he have some struggles at times sure but he's actually he's he's not bad he's yeah, like pretty him. good and he's actually he's really really impactful and he's really good if things are working for him he's healthy but to say someone said that he's just a good stats bad player guy that's so far from the truth yeah. I don't know where that narrative starts coming from
0: I think he, I think he works good as a center as well I really like him as a center. Uh, in so do in, I. in um, Washington, Wait, Terry, Terry Rozier went there. He killed it last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah especially when, Rozier, at the end of that season,
1: Rozier's been interesting. Um, he, I reckon I he'd normally go ADAP's later than off. this.
0: Yeah, he'd normally go later than this. But I think everyone switched on in this draft. I think he's a bit of a sleeper. But at pick forty, what was he? Forty six. It's about yeah. about where I think he should he should be.
1: Is that pushing too early for him?
0: Um, no, I don't think so. I think he was sort of like, I think he was like top 30 guy last year. And obviously, you don't have bridges there anymore. So, I don't expect any drop off in his numbers. There might even be room for improvement. So, I'm happy with him being at this spot.
1: The thing with Rozier is, is, two years ago, he was horrendous. Like, really bad field goal percentage. Extraordinary low two-point percentage. And then he stepped it up for a year and went, okay, I don't know if this is real. He's been like 44% two-point percentage guy forever. And then shot like 51 or whatever it was. But he's done it two years in a row now. Now, could he regress back? Maybe. But I think we sort of have to look at him as now like an elite level sort of shooter. But he's just, to me, is the Tobias Harris of guards. It's just the most boring production <laughs> ever. Like, what is exciting about him? It's so yeah. boring.
0: Yeah, he gets a boost from having low turnovers as well. Um, yeah, but I mean, good threes, good percentages. The assists are okay. The points are pretty good.
1: There's the- going to be their backup point guard as well. They don't have anyone else. They've
0: got no one, yeah. So yeah, I I think yeah like he's boring, but I think he, he's still decent value. And Chris Middleton at forty eight, I think, is a similar kind of thing. Might miss the start of the season, but I'm not too worried. Similar to like a uh, Pascal Siakam last year, I think he's um yeah not yep. not not an injury Agreed. that I'm really concerned about.
1: Although Middleton did drop off with his shooting quite a bit last season, so that's something to watch. And he's thirty one, thirty two. He he lost a bit of a step last season. He was not
0: terrible, but he lost a bit. Coming up to you, Josh. Who are you? Who are you hoping falls to you, man?
1: I got Darren Fox at the top of my queue. I've got really strong free throws across my team. Like my team is like 88% across the three guys that I've drafted. So I've got significant scope to be able to absorb Fox into that. Um, I want to really solidify the assists on this team and Fox is going to help me with that. And hopefully he can do what he did down the stretch last season. I I don't, I don't believe he can because we've seen him flash that and tease us so many times, but you know, I can't find a point guard to get me seven, eight assists. Really, uh, after him, there's not that many. Maybe Giddy, but he's got even worse, worse percentage problems than Fox does.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah, interesting. So, so you're looking at another guard there, if you after picking Garland and and Kate Cunningham in the last couple oh. of runs? oh, there he goes. Well, I
1: was, I was <laughs> looking at another guard, but now I'm going to reassess what I'm doing. Okay. Um, so what I'm going to do now is I've got Kevin Durant, so I might as well get the buy you Kevin Durant and put. Brandon Ingram into my queue again just we, we talk again how hard it is to get points Mitch and in yeah. 14 team leagues it's just that extra bit harder so if Ingram can get me 25 points like I definitely can't find it later on in a 14 teamer so I, I just need to get a little bit more stability in those numbers and I'll find the other categories later on I, unless Ingram of course goes with his next pick and Jeff digs me over like he did last yeah run. I was gonna
0: say back to back can he do it Come on, Jeopardy. He's really thinking. He's, he's trying to read my mind. Yeah, he's trying to figure out what you want. What would Josh do? And I'm going to do that. Nah, it took, I reckon oh. he thought I was going to take Bane.
1: So, <laughs> he so he's going off Bain. last mock. Exactly. exactly. Um, that's it. You never, 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 never let him know your next move. All right, Brandon Ingram, bang. Let's go. All right, that's it. that was an easy
0: one. Easy. There you go. Okay. All right, Adam, don't you pick my guy here. All right. So Ben Simmons is going to go coming up here. That guy that took Gobert and Zion is going to take Simmons, my yeah, defi- guess. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, who do I want? Do you want Shang-Goon? Uh, he's in my queue right now. <laughs>
1: um, okay, here's – do you want an interesting anecdote? Like I put up something about the Yahoo change in rankings about the guys that jumped up a lot. Jalen Smith, Devin Vassell, Calden Johnson, Shang-Goon, yep. uh, no, Jalen Smith, as I said. I put it up on my Instagram, and the amount of people was like, "Man, this is—it's crazy. How can you possibly have Garland over Jar? Man, Shangun is way too high. Jalen Smith—that's a joke. Um, people don't realize the change in opportunity for these guys. Yeah, yeah, it's enormous. Shangun at Shang-Goon at seventy—that's ridiculous. Like someone said, "Man, is he even going to start? Like, who else is going to start? Yeah, so like people haven't really no one else." People haven't really clicked on to these Basel and Jalen uh, Smith and Shingoon opportunities that, that are there for them. That there is no one really else is going to take.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's um, and, and if he if he gets his thirty minutes, then yeah, you, you just you just already know that he's going to be a fantasy star. Um, and he's looking and good people, over in the Euro the Euro comp at the moment. So um, people were worried about his foul trouble as
1: well, which it was. I think he was tenth highest in the league in foul trouble percentage last season, which is not great. Um, I'm confident but he'd improve. Yeah, he also... Um, I'm just going to look at this, but I'm pretty sure in the games that he started last season, he averaged 31 minutes a night. Let me have a look. He started 13 games. He averaged 30 minutes a night in the 13 games that he started. Yeah. So foul trouble... did did it. Yeah. Like, if he, he plays 31 or 32, as we always expect people's foul rates to drop as their career goes on, it's just been a consistent trend. Like he, he should get 30, 31 every night. All
0: right. So, all right. I think... Oh Simmons did go. I knew it. Yeah, he, we we picked him. He's, we can read him like a book. Um, <laughs> okay, I bet he gets giddy on the way back. Yeah, giddy or a Christian Wood, some someone like that. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Um, okay, I'm just trying to think about what I need. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the fun pick because he's definitely not getting back to me. Last time I went Valanciunas over a Shangoon, but this time. I'm, I'm going to go the Shangoon pick here. I like his assist steals blocks that he can give me. Um, now, do I double it up and go with Alan I <sighs> don't think so. I think I need some more block numbers. I definitely do. Um, there's just no one that I love. Maybe I go with...
1: Boring. You pick. take Yusuf Nurkic, just point six blocks per game that he averaged last season. Yeah,
0: oh, surely that has to come up, but I'm not not banking surely. on it. <laughs> um, oh, I don't love this point in the draft. No, it is wrong. There's a few different ways I could go. I'm looking at Keldon Johnson, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really address my need for big man stats. I'm, I'm gonna go. I don't love it, but I'm I'm gonna go John Collins at this point. Um. Just because I am trying to still look after my free throw percentage a little bit, I want some some more rebounds and block numbers. He won't give me an extreme high amount there, but it'll just be enough. Um, I don't love it though.
1: No, it's, it's it's fine. Like it's it's boring, but it's fine. Like I think. Oh, there goes Kelvin Johnson. Ooh. Ah, maybe mm. I'm having regrets. I don't know. Yeah, he was. I'm gonna. I'm looking at. Again, my free throws are so high, and we talk about the absence of blocks. I think I'm going to take Purtle.
0: Yeah, I, I consider... Free throws to really kill you. I consider Pirtle, but I don't think I'm as what, strong what? as you are in free throws.
1: No, I'm, like, my free throws still project at 87. My scoring still projects at 24, which you know, I can absorb that Purtle
0: pick. Yeah, I, I like me about
1: Hmm, I don't know who else I could look at there in, in this spot. Too early for Isaiah Jackson. Jaron Jackson's hurt. Larry Markland doesn't block shots. Jabari Smith probably a little early. Well, it's not terribly early. I think it's just got to be Pirtle here, unless Adam decides the same thing. I think Adam will go. I don't I'll, think Adam will go. Oh, he went to sell. Back to he back tried for to pick me up to sell again. <laughs> he tried to snipe me on him again. I think I'm just going to say Pirtle. There you go. I could have gone with Valentunas, but he's not a high shot blocker. Yeah. and I I am worried a bit about Balanchunas this season, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm I I'm not expecting him to improve. I am expecting him to come back a little bit, but he has he has produced in limited minutes before. I think. Yep. There he goes straight after. Yes. Um, I think, was it? How does, in... how does he find the usage
1: though? Like, how, how does he find the usage? He's fourth option at best offensively. Not at best. He's going to be fourth option offensively. Like, yeah. And then they're probably going to want to integrate Trey Murphy a little bit more. So you're adding you're adding Zion's thirty minutes. Twenty touches, twenty field goal attempts. You're probably adding a little bit more Trey Murphy. You've got a full season of CJ. Um, you've got Jackson Hayes almost exclusively playing at the five. not that Jackson Hayes is cutting into Valanciunas, but yeah, I just think it's going to be a lot harder. I just, I'm, I'm worried that he still might play 27 a night, but it's not 30. It's not 31. I'm, I'm a little worried about yeah.
0: that. Yeah, yeah. It's the Pelicans' rotation. It's really hard to sort of pick how they're going to actually run it functionally. Um, I honestly don't know if Jackson Hayes makes the the lineup, the regular rotation. Um, I wonder how I'm much sure he'll be small ahead ball of Gomez.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, i, I wonder, I wonder know how much small
0: ball they'll they'll play. So you know, yeah, there goes Palo. Palo at 63. Oh, it's a little it's early Maxi. for me. Um, Agree. What do you think of Maxi? Raptors took Maxi at 64. Uh, Maxi, I'd have him a little bit further back um just because I, I do too yeah he's 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 not uh, he doesn't excel in anything in particular i just think that we thought he was going to get um drop his ranking a little bit when james harden came over it didn't affect him as much as we thought but he still did lose a little bit in his assists um i think that yeah he's he's a good percentage guy he's a good point scorer but outside of that he's not a huge steals assist dude so I think, yeah, I'd rather take like a Jamal Murray um, at that point in the draft because I think there's just a bit more upside.
1: After Maxi, it was Giddy Porter, Michael Porter, and Jamal Murray. So there you go, those guys gone. But with Maxi, when he played with Harden and Embiid, he had a usage of like 17 or 18%, which is really low. And the reason he was able to get by is he shot 45% from three. It's crazy. Timeout. Yeah. And you just can't, you can't rely. Like the dude was, again, it's something we talked about earlier on, like, if we hadn't talked about Tyrese Maxey at the start of last season, which I did a lot, like, hey, take him yeah. to your last pick, even though Doc Rivers was debating, hey, do I start him or Shake Milton? Thankfully, Shake Milton got hurt and Doc couldn't make the wrong choice because he definitely would have made the wrong choice. Yeah, how, how silly was that
0: decision in retrospect? Like- <laughs> it was, but it was blindingly obvious at the
1: time. It was like, yeah. do not start Shake Milton. Shake Milton's no. terrible. Please start Tyrese Maxey. But Doc was going to start Shake until he got hurt. But Maxey was a 30% three point shooter as a rookie, and he was not a good three point shooter at, at Kentucky either. So now we just go, well, now he's the top three three-point shooter in the NBA, and that's, he just isn't. So, and look, unless you do it again, I, I, I don't trust that he's that level of shooter, and that's really what buoyed so much of his value. I love him as a player, but yeah. I don't trust that at all. Yeah,
0: it's, it's those kind of guys that if, if like the field goal percentage drops or the three-point Percentage drops; it hurts a lot of his value. It's it's like a similar kind of thing that Michael Porter Jr. had um, last year, but to yep. a lesser extent, I would say. And um, yeah, yep. it, it does concern me. So I'd probably have him a couple of rounds back, but um, yeah, I'd rather I'd rather like a Jamal Murray who I think will be fine after his injury at, at that sort of a spot.
1: Yeah, I'm not worried about Jamal Murray's injury. Really, it's an ACL. Like ACLs are like they're not quite, but they're like broken arms at this point in modern
0: yeah. medical. Oh, it's the most researched science. injury in, in sports. Like by a long way, a totally fine. Yeah. He'll,
1: yeah. Be a little, he'll be a little rusty the first month or so, but he's going to be
0: fine. But yeah, you, you just deal with that. You deal with that. Franz Wagner at sixty nine, I think that's about the right spot for him. I um, agree. He's he's again. Oh, now Jordan Poole. I wanted to get your thoughts on Jordan Pool. Um, I I see him at this spot as a bit of a a bit of a bus candidate. I'm wor- I'm worried about Jordan Poole and how he fits in with Clay and Steph both healthy because he was um he was not good coming off the bench last year.
1: No, you're right. He wasn't. I've got him lower than this. Um, I think there is real risk associated with him, for sure. Um, I'm a little worried about a lot of the, the worries. Of guys. Like, last season, Clay Thompson's usage was way ahead, ahead of
0: Steph. It was high. Like, how yeah. did that,
1: It was so high. Like, and yeah. I don't know how that impacts Steph. I don't know how it impacts Paul. Paul, to me, is a guy that I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't take in the top 80. Yeah, he's um, outside there ma- for me. Maybe he's in the 90s sort of area.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I've got him about the similar sort of spot. I think I think I've got he and Maxi pretty close together um, in in that kind of a zone. Yeah, I'm just worried. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, he, you sure. could he could come out, and I think he'll be better than what he showed. But I'm pretty sure there was like 15 games last year where both Steph and Clay were healthy, and he was coming off the bench, averaging like 25 minutes a night. Um, I think yeah. he put up like 14 no, 14 points and you know like two assists, uh, a three and a half. Like it was pretty pretty terrible numbers. I don't think he's gonna be that bad, but. Um, yeah, I just don't think that the upside is there unless one of those guys gets hurt, and I don't think you can sort of project that. Kevin Porter Jr. at seventy-two is an interesting one. I'm I'm in on Kevin Porter Jr. this year. I think I he's, am, a, I too. he's a he's he's a great pick, especially for a a punt free throw team.
1: Yeah, I would have. He was in. Who do I who do I pick? My he was in my mix. If I didn't need blocks, I probably would have taken him. He had a purdle last pick. I got no problem with grabbing him in the sixties. Really, yeah. where are we now? We're at seventy-two. Yeah i got no problem with it. Um, again, starting point guards, you can average six or seven assists. So it's hard to find. There's not many of them left. And if you want that, you've got to get him. Yeah, just, You can't find... Look, like yeah, Jalen Brunson's still there, Lowry and Smart, but you know, they've all got detractions as well. You we can talk about Porter's percentages, but these other guys have issues. Yeah. Not that Brunson's not a particularly high assist player. It just really depends. But well, I've got no problem with him there at all. A
0: lot, a lot of people um, are focusing on Jalen Green's kind of breakout at the end of the season, but Kevin Porter Jr. had... Like mm. a similar, if not better, um, sort of turnaround in his stats. So i I'm in the uh, I'm in the camp that uh, they're pretty close, and obviously they provide some different things. But I, I'd almost be taking Kevin Porter Jr. over over a Jalen Green and Keegan Murray going at seventy three. Okay, before um yeah before Jabari Jabari hasn't gone, has he? No,
1: no, he hasn't. That's too early. I, I don't see the point of it. Yeah, I literally just recorded a show on rookies today, Mitch. How many? No, because you wouldn't have seen it. because literally just and got the lead. How many rookies over the last five years? What's the average amount of rookies that have finished top one hundred and twenty? One
0: hundred and twenty. I feel like we've had a couple of poor draft class before last year. Um, I'll say two.
1: No, it's almost higher than that. It's actually
0: five. Oh, That's
1: okay. The average, yeah. Top one hundred and twenty. I think it's three top one hundred players. Yeah. And okay. It's five. Like last year, we had six top one hundred and twenty guys. Yeah. Last we had year was three top top one hundred and twenty guys. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but last last year was a bit of an outlier. Um, I mean, this this year, there's a couple of this the big not guys. A good
1: class. It's not a good rookie class, though.
0: No, but in terms of fantasy, I think some of those like forwards and, and centers will translate a bit better than some of the others. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think yeah, Keegan Murray, I, I just don't think he's all that exciting and I'd definitely take Jabari over him. Colin Sexton. Uh, let's, I, I would, too. Let's, let's talk about Colin Sexton at 75. Do you, Where do you have him after after the move? Is this sort of around the spot you've, you've got him there? I think I've got him a little bit later, but I don't hate it.
1: No, I, I, I'm just trying to look on my list. I'm pretty sure he's around this spot for me. I think this is totally fine. Um, I'm also going to be looking at the guy the guy who has traded with him, and that is Larry Markkinen yeah. around this spot as well. But let's see, is ranked 122. Yeah, now, that's insane. Again if I was playing against people who didn't know what they were doing, yeah, oh, you know, his ADP's 121, I, I could let him slide somewhat. But, I actually think at this, you set know, pick 78 spot for Lowry, I think it makes quite a bit of sense given the way that team currently looks.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think the only thing that worries me is that he's, he's averaged like 25 points a night before and he's been still outside the top yeah. 100. Um, but, like, we sort of said before, it's it's hard to find those points later in draft. So I, you, I do think you draft in my head of where you think he's eventually going to be ranked, but yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think it's about, about spot. I, I want to talk about Tobias Harris because he is a, like Jordan Poole. He's someone that I think is a big bust candidate. Cause I think that, Oh, there goes oh. Larry. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I think Tobias Harris, he was the one that got affected by James Harden coming over the most. And um, after that trade, he was outside the top 100 last year and, and we were saying about him being really boring. As soon as he loses a bit of usage, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty out on Tobias Harris. I don't think I'd be taking him inside the top one hundred personally. Um, I got him
1: at not, like ninety eight, so he's around that. Yeah. Okay. yeah, it's too early for me here. I agree. He lost everything. When well, he just doesn't Harden do. Came
0: he doesn't do yeah. an, like enough in one category no or something fan. like that. No, it's, it's just cheers. yeah. That's it. He, he needs
1: he needs the ball. He needs usage, and yeah. It's why it could be Alan Collins Sexton when he's in Cleveland, but when he goes to Utah and he has the ball, yep. the same with Marketing because they don't do anything else, then it's, then it's fine. I have to reassess what I'm doing yeah, here. You're on the clock, mate. People are picking guys ahead of me. I would have taken Marketing there, but I obviously will not be doing that anymore. Hmm. I think I'm going to do it just again, get some assists, really buffer that out. I'm going to take D'Angelo Russell. Yep. I think that's a good that's pick. Pick eighty. I know he's had his detractors. He bloody needs to play well, though. They're going to be good. There's no other option there. <laughs> yeah. He needs to play well.
0: He he doesn't have much of a backup, so. And they're they're no. going to be all in this year.
1: No, no, they they need him to yeah to really step it up. Okay,
0: my assist. I was debating need... Nurkic there as well. Yeah, my assist need some attention. Hmm, who shall fall to me? What do we go? And I've got a couple of picks. Who's Who's the punt free throw guy going to go? He's surely he's going to go mm, a Nurkic or a Wood. Surely no, he it. goes a, a Wood here.
1: Yeah, or Randall. Randall's the other one.
0: Buddy healed. Adam with Buddy. I don't know how I feel about Buddy. Yeah, he's a hard he's one. In like his assist in was so random last year. Um. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you think he repeats that if he stays Indiana? Do you think those assists are are there again? If he goes anywhere else, I don't think it's going to be there. But
1: this is the the issue with him: is that like people like, oh no, they'll just start Duarte and Mathurin and bring Hewitt off the bench. And I think there's almost no way they do that. Like, if he remains there, he will start and play big minutes. Like this Indiana team does not have a huge taste for tanking; they don't want to do it. They their owner hates that, and they did it over the last year. month or so of the season but people get this tanking idea in their head and think well you know it's going to happen these teams are no good so they're just going to bench every every veteran and play the young guys 35 minutes a night from october and it just doesn't happen it might happen in february it might happen in march it definitely happens in april it just doesn't happen to begin the year so like yeah charlotte might be bad but mark williams isn't playing 30 minutes a night in october i'm telling you now like he's not it might happen in march it might happen in february it just won't happen, and I don't think it's healed is going to play twenty-two minutes a night for a guy that pisses and moans as much as he does. It's just not going to happen straight yeah. away.
0: Yeah, no, it'll 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 be definitely like that to start the season. Uh, I wonder if he's traded, but mm, that, that's the, that's it's the hard next, isn't it? it's hard to know. All right, now I'm looking at I'm going to be selecting Marcus Smart here just to get some assists and steals. Um, my field goal percentage, I think, is pretty good. I can absorb that from him. So he's going to be my pick at pick eighty four, and then I'm deciding between I'm deciding between a PJ Washington and a Jalen Smith. I think at this spot,
1: I'd recommend that you leave Jalen Smith for me.
0: <laughs> well, I was leaning towards him because of I think his block numbers are going to be a bit higher, and uh, hmm. hearing you say that, uh, I do like me some PJ, but I think I need the block numbers from Jalen because I'm still. What do you
1: think his teammate then?
0: You take Isaiah Jackson. Oh, it's too, too early for me for him. Um, yeah, I uh, that's yeah. I'll, I'll take legitimate top forty upside though. The, he Isaiah does Jackson has top forty upside. We I did I did my first um, uh, bust video the other day and and I contentiously put um, Isaiah Jackson I, I, on that list. I,
1: I did hear that. I did hear that too.
0: Yeah, and it was it was more just a debate because I wasn't even <laughs> sold on it myself because. I I really like him and and I had him as a sleeper before the adjustments at eighty five. It just I don't know. I, I, there's there's more proven talent still around at that point, and he might get there, but he also might not. Do you know what I mean? So it it could be it could oh, be no, a like, wasted pick for three months of the season, and who knows where you're at at that time. As well. Yeah, it's, it's
1: your sixth, sixth pick.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's um it's a bit hard. Yeah, especially like goes in, Christian in, Wood, by the way. Yeah, it, it, that's good value, honestly. At 86 and a punt free throw team, that's that's a great pick, to be honest, for me. It is. Now
1: I have those. I have Jackson in my queue. I have PJ Washington in my queue. I did have Jalen Smith before you took him, <laughs> but Clay Thompson goes. It's hmm. um, not bad. I'm going at, at this point, I, it's very hard for me to overlook Yusef Nurkic. Sure, his blocks were bad last season, but they've always been good in the past. And you're speaking to some blazers guys, they think it was a lot of scheme adjustment stuff, and that will start to pick up it, it can't be that bad. it surely can't be that bad. I don't think it's going to be two blocks a game, but you should get close it to one. surely can't be that bad yeah at, le- at least at one all right let's go with Nurkic. there we go Nurkic.
0: it's uh, late enough where I don't think that'll
1: create too much controversy.
0: We don't have the sound graphic, but uh, I guess you're ready to get hurt again there Josh with uh, I, I
1: can pl- I can play the sound I don't think we, I don't know whether you'll hear it though.
0: Oh, okay. Well, give it a, give it a try.
1: No, it's my setup. You can't hear oh, it. There okay,
0: barely plays on my end. I'm sure. I'm sure your listeners can just visualize it and and, and hear it in yeah. their in their own heads. There goes Kyle Lowry. I think he was another one in my queue, but I ended up taking Marcus Smart over him. I think that's good value for him at pick ninety. I know he's yeah, old, but fun. but Miami don't have a lot of other options to be honest. Um, at point guard, their 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 lineup and their roster is scarily thin, in my opinion. Um, in Miami.
1: No, it's they've got these, these bunch of guys like yeah, Hero and Strews and Gabe Vincent and yeah. Duncan Robinson who are all fine, but their forwards are disgusting. Like, are, are they relying upon Nikola Jovic? God, yeah. I hope
0: not. it's um, it's an interesting one. I, I I do think that Jovic will get some minutes this year, but
1: I I think he's actually really bad. I, I, at, yeah. at this point, anyway, I yeah, I don't think that he's going to. I don't think he's going to. I think he's bad.
0: I think I think there's some upside there, but obviously he's he's a rookie and most rookies are just bad. Jeremy they're Grant, Heywood Highsmith. See, yeah, I don't, even, I don't even know who that is.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you, they're probably going to start Caleb Martin, or they might start Heywood Highsmith, and that is a real player. He played for the Sixers a while ago, played for the Sixers G League team, played for the Heat towards the end of last season. He's just in that mold of. Max Struce, Gabe Bins, and Duncan Robinson. Like, who's this boy? Yeah, so they do the that, don't season? they? Yeah, they
0: just have these yeah, random guys it. come on, and, and and they end up All producing well. <laughs> so All maybe we time. should keep an eye yeah. on them.
1: He's the one to watch. Just watch how they run him and Kayla Martin in the in the preseason. But he's not a great player. He's like six, seven, six, eight, big enough. He's strong. He's a good defensive player.
0: We'll probably stream him in at some point, like we did Yosef in last year. There'll be someone oh, yeah. from the army heat that'll come from nowhere. There will be Marcus
1: Garrett, one of those random guys.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. What have we had happen in the last couple of picks? Carl Lowry, PJ Washington, Jeremy Grant. There goes Isaiah Jackson at 93. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, it's better than 85. Um, like you said, though, in a 14-team league with your seventh pick, I don't know. I, I'd, I'd want to be getting him outside pick 100, 110 if I could. Um, I, I love him. I've got him at a lot of dynasty leagues. Um, I'm a big fan of his game. I'm a big fan of his permanent production. Production, but Miles Turner's still there. Um, but that's still there. Um, you've still got Jalen Smith. Is he exclusively go- a power Goga's forward? Gonna,
1: Goga's gonna go to jail. <laughs> I don't know. If get, you
0: see what happened yesterday?
1: Oh he, no! He, he well, just, what happened uh, with Goga? Uh, I must have missed um, it. Furkan Korkmaz got ejected in the game against Georgia, and Goga and two other guys, and I think Georgian police just bashed Furkan in the in the Oh, i back to the locker room. Oh, damn. So okay. I, uh, I think he's in real trouble. Uh, I don't know <laughs> okay. what's going to happen exactly. I don't know the full details. I know that he attacked Fokan Korkmaz uh, in the tunnel. Jeez, I'm right.
0: getting ejected. Okay, he's well, a little
1: fiery. He's a little fiery, Goga. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. All right, well, okay. Well, you we don't have to worry about Goga anymore, but I still think that, it, yeah, Jackson, he's, he's a tough one for me to get a read on, but I, I really like him. I just I don't know if I feel safe enough at this point.
1: No, nah, I, I get that completely. Like, if we had some. Look, if Miles Turner gets traded tomorrow, then I'm, t- I'm probably taking him in the top 60, to be oh, honest.
0: yeah. He he goes, you know, that Shengun kind of area. Um, yep. yep. Yeah. It, uh, if, it, if, it, if
1: Turner's traded, he'll finish ahead of Shengun, I'm pretty confident. He he won't play power forward. it. I'm pretty confident in saying that as well.
0: Yeah. But then there's the risk, like, what if Turner's traded for another center? You know, like, what if they, they yep. get someone else coming no, back? Like, you could be yeah, stashing Damian this guy the whole time. Um, and you know it, the the reward might be huge but you you don't know that, um, mm, that that's just that's my true. hesitation there so yeah especially is, with other guys on the board Brendan Clark um, at 97 I, yeah, I, I'd be right. more in on Brendan Clark than I would be on Isaiah Jackson just because I at least I know 100% that I'm getting awesome production at the start of the season and then I can figure oh. out the rest later
1: what if Jaron's back first of November he won't be but what if he's
0: I'm hedging my bets to say that he won't. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't think he will be either. Yeah. I mean, I know I'm not a big handcuffer, but do you? would you be more inclined to, because I think they'll go around a similar spot, get a Clark and a JJJ together. Like if you're Julian's team, are you looking at Jaron Jackson on the next pick here, if he's there?
1: Mm, not in a 14-team league. It's too early for a yeah, guy that might miss three, four months. I, I'm just not taking him or Lonzo really at all.
0: Yeah, I'm more worried about Lonzo than with JJJ, which is I didn't think I'd ever say that, but yeah,
1: the Lonzo stuff's really worrying, yeah. really worrying.
0: Yeah, I remember I had it, I had him in a few leagues last year, and I was hoping he'd be back for my fancy playoffs. <laughs> and um, oh, yeah, I talked to my brother about that
1: yesterday. I thought, oh, yeah, I held him. It's just, he's yeah, it's four or five weeks. He'll be fine. it's
0: yeah. Eight months later. Yeah, that was me too. I was like, okay, yeah, he's a top thirty player. I need him for my team. Like I, I think I dropped someone else ahead of him. Um, yeah. Anthony Simons goes. Um, I, I like Anthony Simons this year. I feel like it, he's getting underrated a little bit. I pick 100. I have him in a similar area to where, like, Maxi and Poole were going, and I feel like... What,
1: what do you like about him?
0: Oh, he's going to give me good threes, good free throw percentage, some assists are going to be there, the points will be nice. Like, I, I just see him as that, that maxi Pool type player. Um, Obviously, the rebounds, the blocks are not there at all, but... For what I'm going to get at pick 100, I think it's I think it's pretty solid. I know Lillard is going to affect him, but I still think he's he's going to be much improved.
1: Yeah, the numbers with him playing with Lillard are bad. Like that's that's my concern. I know he's an improved player, but much like when we talked about someone earlier on Garland, I think it was obviously to a different degree. But Simon's had like a five six six-week stretch of being great when Lillard and McCullum and Nurkic were all gone. Like that was it. His usage is like 18% when he shares a call with Lillard without Oops. McCullum. Um, he got assists only because the ball was put in his hands and it won't be in his hands as much. I, I'm, I'm a little worried. I think the hundred's fine for him. Yeah. I'm a little worried that everything he did was when everything was geared around him. Hey, yeah. Anthony, can you play 38 minutes, have 32 usage and touch the ball every time when every number when he's played with the like you are just a catch and shoot option. And he's better than that. But I'm a, I'm a little worried that how the numbers that he produced were in a situation that was just not going to happen. It just yeah. n- has no chance of happening this season.
0: Oh, he'll definitely drop from last year, but I think it's it's we might have swung a bit too far the other way. Like I was more comparing him to like a pool and a maxi who went in the fifth round. You're getting Simons in the I, eighth round. I, I feel like they're I, much. I, I closer. Get the value of that. Yeah, they're much closer in my opinion than than where they are in this draft. Um, Mark, uh, I have Maxi ahead
1: though. Of, of those yeah, ones, I do too. I, I do too.
0: Yeah. I just think that they're pretty close. Um, I wanted to highlight Mar- Markel Fultz as a player who went and Gary Trent Jr. as well. I think... Um, what, what are your thoughts on Gary Trent? Because he's he's someone who, obviously, the steals were out of the blue, crazy high last year. Um, he was like a top 50 guy for the season. And now we're drafting him at pick 100 or pick 99. Um, are we just completely ignoring those steals? Do we have to put a little bit of stock into them? Like what? How are we valuing Gary Trent?
1: No, he's, a, he's a fake top 50 guy, let's be honest. Like, in, in no circumstance do you look at that and go, man, I wish I took him in round four. No, yeah. He's not a top 50 guy. Those steals were out of the blue. Someone told me I should have been able to predict those steals that happened, oh, which you is couldn't. absolutely, there's no way. Like, You're going to go, hey, I'm going to pick one random player and say they're going to double their steal rate because you just can't do it. Steals are the least. Stable stat year on year, they change quite a bit and they have the biggest influence on, on fantasy numbers if they drop you know, by 0.2, 0.3 a game at 30, 40 spots already. Trent is so inconsistent with his shooting. My other problem is, is talking to Raptors people, they think, hey, at some point they think they're going to start a centre and that's going to be precious pressure to Chua. You know who's yeah, right. going to
0: the bench? Gary Trent. Gary Trent's going on the bench in yeah. that
1: situation. So, well,
0: it's not Scottie Barnes, um, Pascal Siakam an OG, so... No, it's
1: definitely Trent. He goes to the bench there, and they have no bench guard, so he'll, he'll get his shots. But he shoots like forty-one percent. Yeah, he doesn't really get to the line. Isn't not an assist or rebound guy. His value was almost exclusively, almost exclusively steals, and that's fine. But how trustworthy? Like it's much like a similar thing to say as like, Dejounte Murray, even who averages two steals. Those guys were both top three or top four in steals per game. If I'm relying upon someone to do something at a top three level in the NBA again, who's not a top three or top ten or top twenty player. Um, I think you're not in for a great time if you're relying upon that to drive yeah. their value. And I, I got to think about my pick. Yeah, what do you think about that?
0: Yeah, I think I think that's fair enough. I think he, yeah, he's a tough one for me to get a pick on. I think that you can't just ignore it all completely. I think he definitely benefits if you're punting field goal percentage, which I'd be wanting to do with the Gary Trent Jr. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, he's. I, I I think at that spot he's fine. I I'd be also willing to take him a little bit earlier, but just only if I need what he gives me. Oh, now you've gone to Jalen Suggs there. I like the pick. He's um he's a guy that I'm pretty keen on. Um, what do you, what do you think he can finish this year? Like what do you, what are you expecting from from Suggsy? If
1: I think okay, so I think worst case for him is top one hundred and fifty. I think best case is top seventy five. Like he. He does have a really good fantasy game. He just couldn't hit any shots last season at all. But I thought already, like we don't see this often, but Mitch, there was so many good rookie defenders last season. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. And he was really good. And that gets him on the court. Gary Harris was hurt to start the season, so that gets that him on the court. Him. Yeah, if he averaged 14-4-4 four four with 1.5 steals and hit two threes a game and at least did it at 43% or instead of 38%, I'm okay with it there. Obviously, because I did it, but you know, I'm yeah, I'm okay with him. There. I like
0: it. I, I like it a lot. I think he's about that spot for me. I think he's a, he's one of my favorite late round flyers. Obviously, he's not as late in this point. Oh, RJ Barrett, that's disgusting. Um free throw guy. That's all right. Yeah, he's still not this high. Um, okay, let's have a look. I was looking at Jaron Jackson Jr., but he's gone. Um, what am I at? Pick 112. Okay. Hmm. Alonzo Ball sitting at the top of my draft. Probably don't want to do that yet in a 14-team league. All right, let's go with my boring safe pick here. Um, Last sort of... Last-ditch effort to get some good assists. I'll get my Monty Morris, same as I did last draft. It's going to turn into a bit of a my guy. Not that I'm all that excited. And His upside's low, but he's fine. He's fine. Yeah, I I think, you know, at this point to get those assists before they really dry up. I'm happy to get him at this this spot in the draft. And mm. then um, I think this is about where I'd be willing to go on a Jared Vanderbilt. In my, I agree. In my punt threes build, I like him. My scoring should be decent enough. Steals, rebounds. I think that's where I'm going to go. At 113. What's that? Oh, they yeah, took him. I I was, he
1: was yeah. I was going to take him. Um, we skipped over it. What do you reckon about Jaden Ivey going at one hundred and five? Yeah,
0: I was going to go back to that one. Way too early for me, um, especially in a fourteen-team league. Um, it's I, I'm of the mindset and opinion that he's he's going to be bad. And um, yeah, if you want no, if you, you want to take if you want to take him in your last couple of picks in a normal league, fine. You, you know, there's a chance he is good. Oh my god, Alex Caruso, one fourteen. that's
1: that's people panicking about Lonzo Ball. (laughs)
0: Okay. Um, But yeah, back to Ivy, especially you're at pick eight in a 14-team league draft. Jaden Ivy could be outside the top, like 250 to start the season. um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want to have that on my roster uh, just to drag my my team down to start the year. Um, Yeah, I, I think it's too early. He's exciting, but his fantasy translation is nowhere near as good as what? He kind of looks like he could be on the court.
1: What does he do? That's good.
0: Score maybe, but that's about it. Maybe. Yeah, score inefficiently. Yeah, yeah. Adam's got Adams. I
1: want, I want Kuzma here. Adams going to take him out <laughs> and I'm not. You know, Adam, Adam loves his punt, I, punt field goal build. He. Um, I I'm like not he, a big Kuzma fan, but oh, yeah, he loves it. He does, you're right.
0: I feel like this is the same kind of team he had last last time, or very similar. Like the Bays, the the heels, the Vasels.
1: Yeah, he did, he did Is, get Bay and Vassell last time, didn't he?
0: He's got a type,
1: Adam. Yeah, he does. Oh, he Bonesy. Bones. All right, that's good. I'll take two. Of them. That's an easy name for me. All right, so here's, here's a question for you. It's completely unrelated to this draft. Like, so I met up with Adam last week. Yep. I think it was last week. yeah. We met up
0: with him. He's really tall. He's like 6'6". How tall <laughs> are you? Uh, I'm like 6'1", so I'd be, I'd be the shortest oh, okay. in that group. So Yeah, yeah okay.
1: So I'm like 6'3", 6'4". But Adam's like huge. He's so big.
0: <laughs> yeah, I saw some comments on that. just the fact that like people were surprised how tall you were. I was like, oh, hold on, how how tall is Adam? Like, what's going on here? You all look like normal yeah. people to me, but I guess you're all just tall. No, nah, Adam's Adam's six six. So I'm like six
1: four. There you go. And uh, B Dub, who was there as well, I think he's like maybe six one. About probably your height, I'd say.
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, I'm I'm a I'm I'm a guard. That's for sure. Yeah, well, I'm a. Uh, I'm a, a, a sense because I can't shoot or dribble. <laughs> I think, didn't, didn't Adam do, have an injury recently or, or something like that? He, or is ACL? Yeah, he tore his ACL, yeah. Oh, damn. There goes Russell Westbrook. We should touch on that one at 118. Um, who picked that one? Jeff. Is, he, is that a punt field goal or free throw team? No. Yeah, I'm not about it. I, um, I want nothing to do with Westbrook this year.
1: All right, so here's, here's the question that I've been sort of asking myself, and I've probably said it on my podcast because I talk too much. What what do you think is more likely, Westbrook play zero minutes or averages over 30 minutes a game? Ah, geez. Zero total minutes, zero total minutes or over 30 minutes a game? What's more likely?
0: I think it's more likely that he plays 30 minutes than zero. I think... Where's he playing 30 minutes a night? Which team? Oh, I don't think he's for- playing 30 minutes for night. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Um... Oh. Look, what I think will happen is he'll play, he'll play 30 minutes a night for the first month. They'll try and force yep. it. They'll try and showcase him for a trade. They'll realize that no one wants him. And then yep. and then he'll sit down. Um, that's that's the way I see it playing out. I don't think he's yeah. going to just sit from the start of the season because I think that's like the Lakers kind of conceding and just giving up on him. I don't think they're ready to do that yet. Um, but, yeah, I, it's tough. If if you had said, yeah, if you'd said if he'd average, yeah, I don't know, I, I just don't want anything to do with Russell Westbrook because I've got no idea. There's a legitimate reason he's retired by the end of the season. Um, oh, uh, for sure. He he just won't he won't adjust. He won't he won't change his game style. Um, yeah, I just I don't, I don't can want he to...
1: even adjust at this point? I don't even know if he, I don't even think he can adjust.
0: <sighs> yeah,
1: we, when we 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 did say that with someone like I was talking to my son about this about Melo Vince Carter. Since Carter was able to adjust his game, like just became this like, elite role player guy, and, yeah. and Mallow did it to a degree last season as well. I, but if Russ doesn't have the ball, what does he? He can't defend.
0: You can't he can't shoot. Shoot. Yeah.
1: Like, what, what 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 role player does he actually become? Because those guys became shooters, and he can't shoot.
0: I mean, you you can still have him as like a sixteen minute, eighteen minute a night guy coming off the bench and just you know your microwave scorer and just putting pressure on the on the team's defense, but. Is Russell Westbrook going to be happy in that kind of a role? Oh, I can't see him mm. saying yes to that. But if he was, then maybe. But yeah, I don't know. I, I don't see it happening personally. But I think I think he will be. I think he will be playing to start the season um, because I just don't see the Lakers just going. yeah, no, nah, you're going to sit on the bench. Uh, but it might not be for long.
1: Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out, isn't it? Because I, I don't... I just don't know. Like, I, I think if he gets traded, he'll be to a team that buys him out, and then who signs him? That's... My, I yeah, think no it's one. traded before the season starts, and then who's... Like, where does he play? That's what my real I, worry is.
0: I was trying to think, I think, in this bus show, I, I, was, I put it out to my listeners. I said, who, who actually wants... Who would take Westbrook? And the only team that I could even, like, half-talk myself into was a Washington Wizards team but it like they've had him on their roster before so um mm. I, I couldn't think of any team that would would even just pick him up for nothing um just because yeah. there's just no use for him on on any roster um not does make any sense for the
1: maybe the spurs but i don't
0: think so i don't think the spurs the spurs prioritize their culture and and that kind of stuff over over you know whatever the hell Westbrook yeah. can provide i don't i don't see them doing that
1: yeah, I don't, I, don't, I just don't know.
0: It's so weird. Um we we were talking before about Gary Trent Jr and how you can't come out and project a player doubling their steals. I'm going to have a go. Mm-hmm. This is this is my my stab in the dark. Um and I want this on record if it does happen, which it won't, but <laughs> if it does happen, uh, my my prediction is Jaden McDaniels is going to double his steals this year. There you go. That's my Okay. That's my wild stab in the dark. Okay. Um why? It, it won't happen. Oh, I just think he's a, he's a great defender. It hasn't translated to steals yet, but if anyone could, I think it would be him playing a bit more at the three this year, I think, on the perimeter. It's,
1: it's interesting. Someone asked me this question the other day, which I think is going to tie into this. They went, hey, Josh, Jaden McDaniels, is there a chance that he becomes Jonathan Isaac for fantasy? And I went, no, like no. He's, he's not that level of defensive stats guy, but you seem to think he's got that ability to jump that up.
0: Um, oh, not like Jonathan Isaac level where he was like two steals, two blocks. But I think that he could get to a steal and a half, where I think he was under a steal a game last year. Um, so I think he has that low. potential. But like I said, it's it's just me wildly throwing a dart out there just to say if it does happen that I told you so. Um, when when no one when no one else did, but yeah, there's just a little bit in the back of my mind. I, I like Jaden McDaniels. I think I was high on him last year. It ended up kind of fizzling out, but. Um, i, I was hold low, out low on him last year yeah.
1: because i was just like how does he like he's gonna battle minutes but like where is the usage and now i look at it and go again where, where yeah. is where is the usage does i'm fizzling down a little bit there
0: i'm fizzling it down a little bit but'm i'm holding out a little bit of hope he's, he's he was one of my my guys last year i'm not i'm not going to give up on him um, all right but, he he's a wild a
1: wild thing i i think you're know, going to take wild things i think there's a chance that Jalen McDaniels, Ends up with a better fantasy rank than Jaden.
0: Oh, no, okay.
1: no Miles Bridges. Jordan yeah, yeah. Haywood, we can't, we can't trust for his health. Jalen McDaniels is in a better chance to get more shots than usage. And I think that Jaden will play more minutes. But I look, if, if this now it requires a bit to happen, it requires Haywood to get hurt. But okay, is that, that's not a stretch. Jalen could play 28 minutes a night, could average 15 and 6, I, I think, on that team. And yeah, that's, that's yeah. probably a ten ten percent chance of happening, but <laughs>
0: yeah. it's not as like no, it's, it's not, not
1: crazy to say that can happen. Yeah,
0: especially on that Hornets roster with with what they've got going on and and the injury prone guys there. So yeah, no, I yeah. I can see it happening definitely.
1: All right, so I'm that's, just so people can know how I react. I'm waiting on Isaiah Stewart to get back to me with his next pick. We'll see if he makes it.
0: Okay, I yeah. don't think he will. You've got what four guys in front of you. Yep, no. I don't think he will. Will Barton, what are these last few picks? Be I feel like I feel like in a fourteen-team league draft, like a lot of these guys are a bit more, bit more safe. You have got a Dorian Finney-Smith there, Harrison Barnes. You know, mm-hmm. they're all kind of boring, safe picks. But I, you, you can't. Oh, Pokusevsky going at one thirty-three.
1: Yeah, it's not a boring one.
0: Yeah, that's not, not as boring. I don't know how is I feel about my, that.
1: Uh, it's part of my criticism I had with Yahoo yesterday: is that after Chet Holmgren went down. They reduced Pokashevsky's ranking. They dropped him down like eighty Yeah, that doesn't make sense after, after Chet went down. Like, at least make what you do make sense. Yeah, like, I don't think Poku is going to be worth this pick, but I do know that he, his fortunes definitely improved
0: with any, Chet going down. Any chance he starts? You reckon? Um,
1: no, I don't think so. I think they'll go with Baisley and Roman.
0: We get, yeah, these guys, they, these guys not, we still haven't filled out our starting line. I was going to say, we're, we, taking, we,
1: we're taking flyers here.
0: Everyone knows we're doing 14 teams, right? Like, we've got several more picks to go. I mean, I, yeah, like at this up. kind of spot, in a normal draft, I'd be okay with it. Um, yeah. But, yeah, we, we've still got a few more picks left to make. Walker-Kessler, I think that's a good pick there.
1: Yeah, okay, so I'm going to take Isaiah still, but I, I agree that Kessler's got City with upside there. I, I think the... Mitchell trade actually hurt him though.
0: It did. I agree. Um, I still think, yeah. What do you think they're doing with their front court rotation? Like, marketing comes in at the four. Do you think? And, yeah, I, and then I do what? think what? So. Vanderbilt's at the five, or Kessler's at the five.
1: I, I don't think Vanderbilt can be a full time center. No, neither. Um, I think they. I think they might try it because there's at least Lowry's height there. But I think that from where you were before where it was going to be Kessler and UK basically splitting all those minutes, now Vanderbilt's probably going to play 20, 23 minutes as a centre, which takes a bit away from Kessler and UK, So maybe the 26 minutes that Kessler might have got might be now 21. I still think he's a good pick at this box. because trash, like he's no, no good. Yep. Um, and I don't think they play Mark and 3 very much at all, if at all. And But the team, I've got no idea. Like, there's still four blocks that are probably going to get traded. And are
0: they going to get traded for picks?
1: Players? For prospects, I have no idea.
0: Yeah, no, it's 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 all up in the air still. Um, yeah, I, in my head, I am kind of just not counting those those guys that are that are on there, the veterans. But like you said, it, be, they they could they, they could get something back. So yeah, it's hard to, hard to project. At the That's moment, exactly I feel Mitchell like
1: and got three players back.
0: At the moment, I feel like they'd have like a kind of a three man rotation to fill those two spots with Vanderbilt, Marken, and and Kessler. I don't know do, does Azabuke... Jonathan Isaac, man, we're really taking flyers here, guys. What's going on? Um, sorry, you, you have a chat. I, have, I... To yeah. you
1: have to play. Yeah, have to play 13 minutes. I, I think because um, I don't think you can have your full time center rotation be Vanderbilt and, and keswa I, I, I just I don't I don't think they'll last with Bows. To be honest, but yeah. you'll need someone else in there, and you don't want to play Marken in at center because we talk about Nurkic having a bad block, right? The Markin is oh, like embarrassing; that's like, he, he can't do anything. So I, I think that you need. Okay, so bucay has played the last couple of years, like not much, but he's played some minutes when he hasn't done you know, multiple season-ending ankle injuries. He's played a little bit. I think he'll get 10 to 15. Yeah. And he's a really good shot blocker too. We'll see. We, just, we also don't know what their coach is going to do. We don't know what his preferences or tendencies are. I know what Steve Clifford's are. I don't know what Will Hardy's are. I've got no idea. He's never coached before as a full-time head coach.
0: Um, so I've just taken um, Hartenstein with that pick a pick 140. I think even in a backup he can have a chance at meeting those minutes, uh, that ranking there. The other yep. guy I'm about to pick here I don't love it, but there's a bit of upside. But I still think in a reduced role he could do this. Is uh, Robert Covington I think at 141.
1: Hmm.
0: Good pick. I don't I don't know about it. He in my punt threes build he's he's kind of value is dropped a little bit but again his steals blocks I think he'll get some more rebounds playing a backup center I think that he should be good how many how many minutes do you expect for Robert Covington this year like I find him hard to see him getting over like 22 minutes per night
1: yeah I've got him at 23 so around about that mark yeah. and there'll be nice to replace 29 he is their backup center so that's what that's the benefit you have there. Is that he they, does. they don't they don't have another center yeah So he is going to get those minutes there. What do you think about Johnny Kaminga going there again? We're we're,
0: we're doing doing all these flyers picks. Um, I feel like Mm. it's fine-ish, even though to be honest, I don't even really like it in a twelve-team league. I think there's better flyers out there, but um, yeah, it's way too early. Way too early for me in in a fourteen-team league when we've still got three more picks left. So um, yeah, I'm I'm not in on Kaminga really. Yeah, his fantasy game isn't the best.
1: No, he's bad free throws. I, I had Wall in my queue, and I had Duarte in my queue. They both just went. Duarte's good. Guy is falling a lot. I, I, I know I don't expect huge amounts from him, but Aaron Gordon was pretty good last year, and the return of Porter does hurt him. But that hundred and pick hundred forty five. I don't, I, I don't mind in a fourteen team league.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be taking him in a twelve team league because I don't see any upside. But in a fourteen team like league, I think it's fine. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like he, he was. He was top one hundred last season. I think he was.
0: Oh, uh, don't think so. I think I I feel like he's only had like one or two seasons in as a top 100 guy.
1: Before last year, he definitely only had one. And I'm just going to double check. I don't remember where he was last season. He was 120, 123rd. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he's just he's, he's just a terrible fancy player. But like you said, no, 123rd is. in a forward and Team League guy. Like there you go, 20 spots of, of value. Um, yeah, and and we're not quite into fly territory yet. Although we should start to get to it now because we filled up our starting roster spots now. So this yeah, is where getting, this wow. is where we can start getting crazy. Um, this is where, this is where
1: Lonzo Ball stop coming
0: in. Yeah, well, I, I literally, as you said that five seconds ago, I, I put Lonzo in my queue. <laughs> well, I was surprised oh. I was pulled the trigger yet. To be honest, I thought I thought he might have gone by now. Um, what do you
1: think about Horton Tucker going there
0: again? Um. <sighs> I, I kind of feel the same way of him as Kaminga, maybe a bit bit more into Horton Tucker than Kaminga, but I don't really love it. I, I feel like there's this expectation that he's going to come in and and put up heaps of minutes and play a huge amount, but I don't really see it. I, I just don't I don't think that the Utah Jazz are going to prioritize him over uh Sexton or a uh, Markkinen or uh, um, Vanderbilt or anyone like that. So I think yeah, it's not my favorite fly pick.
1: No, he. Well, at the moment, he's not going to play 20 minutes a night with the way yeah. that the roster currently looks. Um, and you're right, he needs the ball a lot and Sexton's going to have it and that's going to hurt him quite a bit. And we've still got those four guys that need to... Is it four or three? No, it's three. Clarkson, Conley, Bogdanovich. Yeah, yeah so That needs to be moved on, on from. Um, I think a lot of people also get confused as they see Colin Sexton as a point guard, which he absolutely is not. So they think, well, Sexton will start at a point and then you know, Horton Tucker will play off ball or something like that. Yeah. Or, you know, Akbarji will be the shooting guard. Like, Sexton's the shooting guard.
0: Yeah, oh, that's right. You've you still got Akbarji there as well. Yeah. Nah, I'm not yeah. not, not in on it. Not me either. It needs a lot more to happen before I get excited about him. Yeah. I think I think there's, like I don't know, maybe there's like a leftover Laker excitement factor. I feel like that might be a thing. I don't know.
1: He had a couple of big games. He had a 40-point game at one point. He, but it's like... Everything needs to be. And this is what I always preach. This caution, Mitch, is that when everything needs to be tailored around a guy, Brook Lopez, for him to and have these big numbers. Yeah, there's no, there's no long-term value in that because nobody's going to build their team around Taylor Horton Tucker. Nah, nah. It's the same thing. Yeah, Kendrick Nunn used to have that as well. Miami, Jimmy <sighs> Butler's out, everyone's out. Kendrick Nunn's putting up these huge numbers, and then when everyone came back, he'd have ten points on, yeah, forty-four percent know, shooting with one assist and two rebounds or something because. He wasn't the only guy who could do something at that point. There goes Lonzo, by the way.
0: Yeah, Lonzo at one fifty-one. I think that's that's a great great spot to get him. I'm, I'm surprised he no, didn't he go is. earlier. Um, I considered him instead of Covington, but I wanted just one more guy on my on my bench before I went for him. So I was never really expecting to get him. But yeah, one fifty-one. You know, yeah, he was in
1: my queue coming back for he, sure.
0: He doesn't play much season. Whatever, you just drop him. Um, top thirty upside. So. You can't get that, really. Yeah,
1: I, don't, I, I actually don't think he's got top 30 upside this season because I just don't think he's going to play the 35 yeah. minutes a night that he played. Like, no, You're yeah, probably right. Fully like healthy, healthy Lonzo Ball, 35 minutes a night, he's a top 30 upside player. But I don't think there's any way that he plays 35 minutes a night.
0: Yeah, no, you're probably right. Um, but, yeah, even still, that pick 151. And the other one I, I noticed there, Brooke Lopez at 149. Yeah. That's awesome value, especially in a 14-team yeah, league. in my Q too. Yeah, I was considering him over Hartenstein, but... Um sort of thought Hartenstein had a bit more upside. Yeah, um, I
1: considered him over Gordon. What do you think of Toppen at 152? Um, With the way things currently are, he, he's, there's no way he gets there. There's just no... No, yeah. Randall needs to be traded. There is no way. Because, A, there's Robinson and Hartenstein, so there's zero centimeters minutes available for him. And R- Randall will play 36 a night, so Toppen will get 14.
0: Yeah. Like, um, yeah.
1: You were banking on
0: a, a trade. Randall trade. Yeah, you And what,
1: what's this with Westbrook? Who wants him? No, wants yeah.
0: In? I mean, you, I think before the trade with Utah and Cleveland, like you were hoping that Toppen went over to Utah and that was yep. going to be his path. But now, yeah, I think he's stuck on the Knicks and he's basically stuck behind Julius Randall. And um, yeah, he's, he's probably going to lose value from last year, to be honest, with Hartenstein and improvement on Noel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. no look,
1: right. I was taking him or Grimes or quickly with the last pick in draft and going, okay, let's see what happens with the Mitchell trade because if any of those okay. go to Utah, they're blowing up. Yeah, but they're not going it's not, to Utah. Not so maybe, maybe Randall, maybe Randall gets moved, maybe not. I, I just, I don't see it.
0: Yeah. Nah, no, I'm not. I'm not about it either. All right, what have we got here? Karis Levert, KCP. See, these were the guys that I thought we should have been taken like. Maybe not Lavert. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big guy, but like that kind of player, I feel like should have been going Collins. earlier, and all these Pokashevskis and Trey Murphys and um, all it these other guys. Yeah, that they they were going there, and I feel like this is the area that you should be looking at those guys. But yeah, we've kind of kind of flipped it a bit now.
1: Yeah, it's weird. Sometimes that happens. All the flyers go, then you get the safer guys later on, yeah. which is an interesting way of uh, approaching it.
0: Yeah. How, how do you feel about your team um, so far here, Josh? We haven't really talked about not, how we've, we've been constructing yeah, the team a, as much. I'm not happy about it, to be honest. It's <laughs> not,
1: it, doesn't, it doesn't feel great. Like it's okay. Like I'm pretty strong in points, assists, got good blocks, good field goals, solid free throws. Like I'm, I'm okay with it. I think it's sort of a middle-of-the-pack team, which is you know, picking middle of the first round. Is sort of middle of the pack is where you, I guess, expect. And like I said before, like I, I, I don't really like that area. I'd rather be at the top or at the bottom in yeah. most of these drafts. I'm not, not massively feeling it.
0: Yeah. What teams do I like so far? I feel like I like Adam's team here.
1: I like yours, I like he's as well.
0: Yeah. I feel like I feel like the, the punt free throw team could have could have done a little bit better, but in still saying that, he's got some good value with a few picks with, you know, Christian Wood, where he where he got him, Ben Simmons, I like. Um mm. a couple of later picks I haven't been massively in on, but you know, Jonathan Isaac could work out.
1: Yeah, he could, but I—you I, definitely don't want to trust that.
0: No, you don't want to rely on it. But yeah, at pick ten. All right, what have we got going around? Mike Conley. What do, what, what do Mike Conley go at? One fifty three. Hmm. Where do you where I, do you? I think at this point it's fine because obviously he's whilst he's on the Utah Jazz, he's going to beat that ranking. I expect him to be traded somewhere, and he's going to basically be a backup wherever he's traded. What do you, do you have a similar kind of thoughts?
1: Mm, probably. I, yeah, but he's, he's better than that though. Like he's better than a backup, but who needs him? Yeah. I think that's going to be the problem. Is I, the only team I look at, oh, and Tari. I don't think they'll do it. Fuck, did Tari Isen go? Yeah. Oh, he was fuck. in my queue. <laughs> yeah, and then Ginwitty. Fucking hell. Um, oh, they were my two guys. Um, The only team I look at now, we talked about him a lot, Lonzo Ball injury, the if the Bulls got Mike Conley. Yeah, that's a good point. And, their team is not young. Booch is old, DeRozan's old, Levine is dealing with wonky knees as well. Uh, That might be one to look at.
0: Yeah. I think there's a bit of upside with Mike Conley at that point. No, but to to go back to those other guys that just went off, Tari Eason, Spencer Dinwiddie, I'm, I'm about that. I, I'm, I'm a big Tyrese guy. He's, he's someone who I'm going to be very excited this year. I think I went on your show, actually, and I said that he's going to be the Shangoon of this season for me. Just the guy that I'm really excited about that I think will just tease me all season long. The guy um, that you hold on for too long. That's right. Yeah, he's going to be that guy for me. And um, I'm not going to apologize for it because I, I, I like missing some Tyrese. And I had him as a top 10 guy in the draft, to be honest. like A, a fantasy aside, I actually think he's a good player.
1: I think he's a pretty good player. So I can't remember exactly where I had him. I think I had him a little bit higher than 17. And in my rookie show I did today, I, I said yeah, he's a, a very viable last-round pick in a 12-team league. I think he'll start the season coming off the bench. But I think that he will step it up later. Now, it is my pick. I'm going to... It doesn't make a ton of sense on my team because his major value is steel, and I'm not a strong steel team. So I'm going to take Patrick Williams. As well. Oh, Just, you bastard! He's a starter. He's going to play 30 minutes and then I'll trade him to you later on. Ah, oh,
0: God damn it. He was the one guy in my queue. Ah, oh, geez.
1: Sorry, my queue just got wiped out. I had Dinwiddie, Herder, Eason, and they all just went bang, bang, bang in the last three picks. Ah,
0: oh. I'm going to go back to the drawing board now. Yeah, what was he? Pick 164. Hell yeah. What's he? he's, he'll yeah. get close to 28, 30 minutes a night. He's still a oh, young player. I think he's going
1: who to. The, who's their other power forward?
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, Javante Green or something? Yeah, literally nobody. Six foot
1: four. It's a a very weird roster. Yeah. Okay, Mm. God. What do I want now? Mm. I'm just loading up on flyers now to to my bench to see. We've got two picks left. I'm going to take some upside flyers on guys.
0: All the flyers have already gone. Everyone's taken them all. All right, what have we got? Uh, There's a few sneaky ones out there. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. Mm. Oh, on that's who I was going to take. Damn it. I can't believe he lasted that long. Yeah.
0: Okay, what have we got? What are you doing, Cowboy? Who are you picking?
1: He's picking Mark Williams, is my guess.
0: Yeah, that would fit his team.
1: I've got Mark Williams in my queue, but
0: Tyus Jones, that's
1: a interesting thing. Okay. This happened in my mock the other day. Someone mistook Tyus Jones for Trey Jones. I wonder if he did the same thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, so, T, the but, T. Jones will slip a few people up. So they did it in like, it was like
1: round 10 in that draft. i went, like, Tyus Jones, what are you doing? And then the guy later responded to me and said, I thought it was Trey.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no. You don't want to make that mistake.
1: So at 167, I don't think yeah, he thought it was Trey, but I guess if Jar is out, then Ty smashes that number.
0: Oh, I don't, again, really, like you said, don't really know do where I'm going um, I mean, your pick. i got back-to-back back picks, and I don't know where I'm going. Um, all right. I don't love a lot of these guys, but... Uh, let's go and to see a little.
1: Oh, no. Fuck.
0: Is he, uh, is he someone you're looking at? Yeah, I've got four guys on my queue and he was at the top of it. All right, let's see if I can pick another one out. Um, I've already told you one of them. One of them is Mark Williams. <sighs> yeah, he's someone I'm looking at. I'm looking at James Wiseman as well, although I'm not a big Wiseman mm, fan. But
1: Neither uh, am I, but I am looking at him.
0: He is. It does come into calculations at this point. Let's go... It doesn't fit my build, similar to what you were doing before, but I think there's a bit of upside here. I'm going to go with uh, Emmanuel Quickly at 169. I know I know the trade's come and gone, um, but there is still, I think, an off chance that he at least gets ahead of uh, Evan Fournier when Derek Rose inevitably gets injured. Um, he could see a boost in minutes. So I, Listen, I feel I've like...
1: Got, I've got Grimes on my list for that reason.
0: Yeah. Do, do you have Grimes ahead of Quickly?
1: Um... Ooh, yes, I do. I think he's going to play more minutes.
0: Yeah. Okay. See, I think I've got quickly ahead of Grimes more because I like quickly's fantasy profile better than Grimes. I, I
1: agree. If they play the same minutes, quickly very, very easily. Yeah. I'm just not sure that they will.
0: Yeah. I, I I didn't love it. I probably should have taken, taken your guy, <laughs> in um, Mark Williams, but that's all right. I, I think I'm pretty good at my my big spots.
1: I got a I got a big Q here. I'll tell you who's on my queue because you're not going to have a pick before me. So I've got Caleb Martin, I've oh, got yeah. Bruce Brown, I've got Mark Williams, Zach Collins. In case Pirtles traded, I've got Precious the Chewer, Quentin Grimes, and I've got Zaire Williams. These are my flyer guys for my last two picks.
0: Yeah, of those guys, I, 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 I do like Mark Williams because he's only got Plumlee in his way. Yeah, so I know I the going coach. Take- I know the coach hates rookies, but you know it's 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 Plumlee. I'll, you
1: know,
0: I'll take
1: Mark here again. We're in a fourteen team. leader, these picks, like if it's not working out, like see you later. Like he's gone straight away. Yeah. But I'll tape Mark there, and then we'll see what ends up getting back to me. Like yeah, he honestly could.
0: Way... He honestly could be the 173rd ranked player in 20 minutes a night, You know, like he could.
1: Well, if you want to talk about guys, it could be 170th in 20 minutes a night, Chavell McGee's still sitting there. Yeah. He's going to be the starting center, and he actually puts up good fantasy numbers. And I've just added him to my queue as well. It's low upside, but.
0: Yeah. Low upside be, relative it, it, to a normal draft, but be, at 180, when are you going to pick him next?
1: Yeah. yeah. Could he be top 120? Like, yeah, maybe. I think so.
0: Yeah, well, there's that every chance that, like, he, he's probably the starter. You know, if Christian Wood's just that much of a dick, <laughs> yeah, maybe exactly. maybe he pushes up to 25, 26 minutes a night.
1: No, it's, look, it's, it's possible. No one's going to take a fire on Miles Bridges, it looks like, which is fine.
0: Yeah. Um, Steven Adams is there as well. Mm, um, he's mm. someone who I would have expected to go. He's the starting center for Memphis. Um,
1: I would have expected him to go as in, well.
0: In a punt free throw team, I'm snapping him up well before this. His free throws would absolutely tank mine. Um, so yeah, they, Me too. <laughs> no so, I, so I didn't bother, but surely, like, is not going to let him go past him on this next one or, or whoever took those. Anthony Davis l- earlier in the draft, who was that? Christian with Mobley yeah. and Davis and Capella. Surely you don't let him go past.
1: The guy that I want here is Caleb Martin, presumed starting power forward for the Heat, if I can get him back. But what do you think of Jalen Williams for the Thunder going there at 175?
0: Uh, I don't mind it. I think, um, especially okay, with with Chet out, I think, funnily enough, that opens up a bit of minutes for him. I feel like their front court is just all over the place. Um, and they'll want to find minutes for Jalen Williams. He looked good in Summer League. Uh, he's versatile. His stat set is pretty decent. Jalen Williams, oh sorry, Jalen Duran just went. Hmm. I don't mind it. There's, there's a world where he, he can, he can beat that rank. Although I think it's less likely.
1: Okay, so look at their center rotations. There's Bagley, there's Stewart, there's Noel, there's a Like, yeah. Dwayne, is, where's Duran gonna play? Like, is, is he probably starts out the season as the fifth guy there? Noel will probably get hurt, sure, but like. At best, he's the fourth guy this season. I think they should just say, fuck it, and start him straight away.
0: I think so, too. But I would be doing that if I was they, the coach. They, but they won't. That's, no.
1: That's my problem there. Yeah. It?
0: But, yeah. Uh, I just think he's really good. I just think he's really good. And, um, uh, yeah. And and I agree with you. I agree with you. It, but.
1: How dumb is it that, the, that both the, or the, the Hornets... Traded out of that pick. For oh,
0: what were you doing? It, it fell into your lap. Like what? Like of all the perfect scenarios that you could have scripted, that was the one, and um, yeah, yeah, and just threw it away. Like, and now you've got Mark Williams, who, I mean, he's fine, but he uh, Duren's got real upside. Um,
1: I think Williams is also two years older than Duran yeah. and yeah, I'd rather just take that extra two years.
0: Yeah, I thought that was very odd. I was very excited for them on draft day when I was watching along. I was sort of, oh, that's, this is awesome for the Hornets. And Oh, wait, hold on. No, they're being idiots.
1: Oh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was ridiculous. Oh, it looks like I'm going to get Caleb Martin. I can't believe I'm excited about Caleb Martin. It's literally <laughs> a starting option. like oh, Hunter's still there as well. Hmm. Yeah. I'm talking about starters who are available.
0: Oh. John Ray Hunter, JaVale McGee, Reggie yeah. Jackson...
1: Old mate Marvin Bagley. Yeah, no, I won't bother
0: with him. <laughs> Neither will I. Even even in thirty um, minutes a night, he might be hard pressed to beat this rank.
1: What do you think about Joshy Primo?
0: He's in my queue. He was in my queue before. Mm. Um just as a flyer. Like
1: I would take him ahead of like Josh Christopher or Matisse Bible, who just went.
0: Yeah, he's got he's got upside. I mean, I know his fantasy game has been you know, unexciting to say the least, but he's very young. Um,
1: he he, he could play 30 minutes a night he really could. easily.
0: And and the the prospect of him playing um, point guard definitely increases his value, in my opinion. Yep, um, 100%. So, yeah, I, I like him as a as a late flyer.
1: I'm going to take Kayla Martin here, if it gets to my pick. Otherwise, I'm probably going to get McGee, but McGee would be like... I'd be I'd be desperately searching on my roster. To go, has anyone got an out tag so I can immediately slide him into IR so I can add McGee if yeah. he ends up getting through?
0: Yeah. I heard He was on my he was on my queue with the Lonzo Ball news.
1: Uh, I'm not that. Into, I'm I'm not as high on him as others
0: are. I, I'm not either, but he did put up some decent stats when injury struck last year. So yeah, was, he was also playing 40 minutes a night in those games, wasn't he? That's true. Yeah, he probably won't do that Does again.
1: Everyone was out. Caruso was out. Lonzo was out. Levine was banged up.
0: Yeah. And they've got, they got that new rookie Pat in there Williams as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and they've got
0: Goran Dragic. Oh, true. I always keep forgetting about Goran Dragic.
1: Yeah, he's one of those ones. There's another guy that I keep forgetting about as well on a team. I don't remember who it is now because I forget about him. There's someone that's on a team. I go, oh, yeah, that guy's there.
0: Yeah. All right. I, a
1: couple I picks to you, don't mate. I when Tate just went. That's fine at that spot.
0: Yep. He could definitely beat that ranking. He could be. He could be starting. I mean, I expect Aaron, Aaron, uh, Sorry, Eric Gordon to start, but it could be. It could be Tate. Eric Gordon I forgot about him as
1: well. he's a real player. Um, <laughs> do you have I, have? I have no interest in Cam Thomas whatsoever.
0: Nah, not not at all. Nah, he's he's just boring. And from a fantasy point of view, Kayla Martin. There you go. Yeah, in yeah, in Brooklyn, when you've got Durant, Kyrie. And all those other guys mm-hmm. that can shoot ahead of him, yeah, just not not keen on him at all. Joe Harris, Seth Curry, Patty yeah. Mills, yeah, there's just no too thanks. many guys there. People are intrigued by the
1: idea because he's a bucket. He's, yeah. yeah, puts up 30 in summer league. That's cool. But yeah, much like we talked about before, like everything needs to be tailored yeah. around. So did Kyle Guy last
0: life. year? He was he was the <laughs> he was the oh all Kyle got. Guy. Yeah, he was he yeah. was putting up buckets in summer league. What could happen to him? All exactly. right, uh, last pick of the draft. Here we go. Uh, I'll go with the guy that we talked about before and draft Jabale. Josh Primo. Um, Ooh. Just as a bit of an upside guy. I probably could have taken JaVale McGee there, but...
1: Eh. So looking at... Do I actually have anyone injured on my team that I could slide into an injured... Oh, maybe Suggs has still got the tag. I don't know. I don't think he does, but... Oh, he does. So, I has got the Intertech. Well, he's going straight into IR and I'm picking up so McGee.
0: There you him. go. All right, let's, uh, let's quickly just wrap it up and talk through our teams here and, and sort of what, what we sort of ended up with. Let's go through your team there first, Josh, and, and how you thought the draft went.
1: All right. I, I overall wasn't particularly happy with my team. Uh, you know, I I'd probably reached a little bit for Cade Cunningham in round two, but it's more just to identify sort of how I'm viewing him this season. Um, so, my draft went Durant, Cade, then Garland, which I was happy with that value, Ingram, Purdell. D'Angelo Russell, Nurkic, then Suggs, Kuzma, Aaron Gordon, Isaiah Stewart, Pat Williams, Mark Williams, and Caleb Martin to round it out. So taking some flyers on Pat and Mark Williams and Caleb Martin with my last three picks. Getting some solid guys in the middle, but banking on a bit of an improvement from Russell, Nurkic, and Suggs, and a big step up from Cunningham this year.
0: How how did you – do you have the numbers in front of you? How did your free throw percentage end up looking after taking Pirtle and Nurkic um, in sort of those mid-rounds there?
1: 79. So basically sort of average. So, you know, I had some really strong ones early. The yep. turtle one hurts and then you're right, Nurkic. But Nurkic is weird because he's had some moments of being 75 76. So yep. there is some hope for that to go up. So my free throw is not ideal, but... And on a week-to-week cool week basis, it's sort of... A lot of these guys that aren't great, like you know, Aaron Gordon, I can sit down, Mark Williams doesn't have to play, like who are, yep. who are having an impact on my overall free throw, so I can probably get it up to 80 pretty easy, I'd say.
0: Yeah, cool. No, I like it. I think it's a good, good squad. Um, what did I do? I started with, obviously, Jokic. It's hard to hard to screw it up from the first pick, so Jokic, and then I had Jimmy Butler fall to me again. Um, he's another guy who, who seems to be falling a lot in drafts. He fell in the last mock that we did, so... Got um, Jimmy Butler and Shea, hoping that he sticks around um, with the playoffs in this league, at least would be scheduled for to finish sort of mid to late March. And then um, picked Shen uh, Shengun and who was the other guy I paired? And John Collins to pair with him to solidify my rebounds and blocks. And then um, it was just kind of some basic boring picks after that. Marcus Smart seemed to fall uh, Vanderbilt was there, um, got Jalen Smith at that point as well, Monty Morris, and then the last couple fly flyer picks in, Hartenstein, uh, Nazir Little, Quickly, Primo. Not not guys that really fit my build very much, but just sort of guys that I think have a chance at beating that, that spot. And if they don't, I can send them to the waiver wire pretty quickly. So I think I was pretty happy with how my team ended up. I, I think I'm pretty strong in, in the both percentages and, and the defensive stats. My rebounds should be pretty solid. I think my assists should be middle of the pack. My turnovers should be middle of the pack. So I'm hoping to alternate wins there each week. Um, Threes, obviously, not too great. Um, So yeah, I think I think my team worked out pretty well. But again, when you start with Jokic, it is uh, a big Hmm. leg up, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, your team's pretty strong. I think Um, turned out to me one of the one of the better teams there. With your really, you know, you struggle with your threes, obviously, and your points are low. But everything else looks pretty good. Yeah, like it's, I think it's a pretty strong team. I'm happy with my squad. Like, it's not going to be the best in this league. I think I'm going to be competitive against most teams, and I'm going to be able to beat most teams. It's just going to come down to a, a couple of teams. I like think Adams' team would probably have my number, and I reckon your team would just be able to get over the line against me in, in a tight matchup. But I think overall, like again, in a head-to-head league, you don't need to be no. the best team. You just need to be able to match up against the best teams, the best. And that's sort of how I, you know, that's part of the idea of punting as well. Like, you don't have to win. Eight one every week. That's just a hard thing to do. Like you just got to beat the better teams, five four or six three, and that's all you need to do.
0: Yeah, identify the key categories. That's going to be the close ones, and then stream and, and cross your yep. fingers that you got health come the playoffs. But um, I yep. think that will do it today for us, guys. Um, I'm sure most of my followers and listeners already know who you are, Josh. But um, where can everyone find you, and what have you what have you got going on over at Locked On Fantasy Basketball?
1: Well, we just did a show today on rookies. We with- I don't know. I've got so much stuff coming this week that I don't actually know. Doing Matt Smith's coming on. We're doing some tiers. Got another mock draft coming this week. But yeah, just go find, search my name Josh Lloyd, or search Locked On Fantasy Basketball. You'll find me around
0: yeah make sure you check out basketball monster uh, one of the best fantasy basketball websites out there Uh, make sure you subscribe to the ball boys um, podcast make sure you check out ballboysmba.com and if you want um, some more um, help with your draft you can check out our season guide just $10 to sign up there get access to our season guide get access to our um, exclusive fantasy articles and our exclusive Q&A podcast which should be starting up in the next couple weeks Uh, make sure you are subscribed guys Um, leave Uh, thumbs up on the video comment let us know what you think of my team what you think of josh's team uh five star ranking on itunes and we'll uh we'll see you next time guys laters
1: save big on your memorial day barbecue all in the kroger app